Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Cat and Gabe Sea of Thieves podcast. Um, unfortunately, Gabe is not in the best recording uh, situation right now. So instead, I am joined by a guest host, Kay Pasta. Greetings. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about toxicity in Sea of Thieves, what it means, what it should mean to us. And what we think Rare defines as toxicity, because uh, our friend White Saber recently got a one-day ban from Sea of Thieves. Uh, and he was not told why he put on a support ticket, was not told why he was banned. But he does have a couple situations that he thinks might have been the cause of the ban. So we're going to be looking through those along with a few personal situations that me and Pasta have been called toxic for while playing the game. And uh, we're going to be determining, A, whether we think Rare determines it bannable, and B, whether it should be bannable in our opinion, because Rare hasn't really given us specific specifics on what should be bannable for toxicity. They just say toxicity. So I'm going to read... The first situation it possibly could be, or give a summary of it here. So Saber and Chief, uh, one of his moderators, uh, were playing, and from what I understand, they were fighting a three Galleon alliance. Uh, two of them went off to do Glitterbeard. Uh, Saber and Chief rolled up, asked if they could join the Alliance, um, and the two Galleons started shit-talking them, so they said, uh, Saber said, shut the fuck up, and started sinking the Galleons, uh, while they were doing the Glitterbeard event. Uh, that's probably got some of the specifics wrong there, but that's basically what happened. And I think, in my opinion, this is probably what got him the ban, because Glitterbeard is still kind of a a touchy subject for Rare. Um, obviously, when one of your friends or co-workers dies, it's, it's kind of a big deal. Uh, and they put something in the game to memorialize him. And uh, Saber and Chief basically messed up uh, a couple guys who were trying to do said event. Uh, to be fair, from what I've heard, it seems like the two Galleons deserved what they got, uh, having initiated the the hostility. But I still think that it could have been taken out of uh, context here. If if sorry, if one of the Galleons wanted to. To report them, uh, get them banned, they easily could have just taken Saber's one voice line where he got angry. Uh, or they could have just banned, been banned for messing up the Glitterbeard thing. Pasta? Yeah, that is a, that is a, I understand how it is a touchy subject because it involved a rare employee passing away, but at the 
the same time, you cannot just say because I was this place on the map doing this event that protects me from all players and anything they might say to me. Yeah, 100% agree. Um, I do know that Alectar, you know Alectar, right, Pasta? Yes. Uh, he did get removed from the partner program for supposedly inviting hundreds of people to his crew to read the final journal of the Glitterbeard thing, uh, just to get the commendation. Uh, people who didn't really care about the, the story Glitter... Because the entire point of the Glitterbeard event is to, like, you get all the journals and and you, you go through his story and stuff, and and you're you're supposed to to be doing that naturally on the server. And uh, Alectar invited a bunch of people to his game uh, while he was standing in the, the Glitterbeard hideout. So that people could um, join his game, get the get the commendation free, and he was removed from the partner program. Uh, this was pretty pretty recent after uh, Glitterbeard's death, so I f feel like probably didn't deserve to be kicked out of the partner. His account wasn't banned or anything; he just got kicked out of the partner program. Um, I feel like he probably didn't deserve to be kicked out, but definitely shows that Glitterbeard is 100% probably something you don't want to want to try and mess with uh, if you don't want to risk getting rare angry. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, obviously, use common sense with people passing away. It's going to be a touchy subject for everybody. Um, at the same time, I do believe, I mean, there's, you could argue both sides that when it's commemorating somebody that you shouldn't probably live stream it, like the experience itself, live stream it, but just like you can warn people say, Hey, I'm doing this. If you watch, it'll probably be spoiled. Um, whether he should have invited a bunch of people to get the commendation can be debated both sides. I would personally say that. If you wanted people to truly be able to experience it in the most pure fashion, make it a separate server as the new Tall Tales are, or at least some of them, where it puts you and your crew into a separate place, separated from all their players and the rest of the map, in a place that only you could experience that. You can't just invite a bunch of people um, or have outside interactions. I do understand why they did it in the normal map, to allow random crews to come together. And experience it to create the sea of friends but it's in my personal opinion i don't think he should have been banned from that i think he could have gotten a warning but you're gonna have to realize in doing something like that where it takes multiple crews in a game where naturally people want to fight it takes multiple crews of being friendly to achieve something people are going to want to skip the hassle of getting onto servers trying to convince other players to do stuff with them oh yeah that in any game commendations achievements people are going to want to skip do it the fast way and they will find a way to do that it's just alectar happened to be doing that at that time yeah this this whole situation probably could have been avoided if they had made it like a single crew kind of thing instead of the eight people because it is ridiculously hard to to even f probably find eight people on a server, let alone convince them all to do something that that seems just like a, a big hassle to do. If you truly wanted them to get the Glitterbeard 
experience. Like you said, either make it a separate server like they do with some of the Pirate's Life stuff, or uh, or just not make it multiple crews. I I haven't done the Glitter Beard personally for that exact reason. Uh, I can't find people to do it with. Um, but I don't... So I, I can't really say this, but I don't understand why it has to be eight people. I... There might be some gameplay thing where you need eight people, but I think you could probably handle just doing two, three, four, even one if you wanted. Yeah, I think they definitely, I think the reason they made it eight is because you'll need at least, you need at least three crews to do it because two galleons and a sloop to get eight people. Or no, two galleons, I mean, so <laughs> two crews at least, my math there. Um, that's one thing I found too. I've gotten, I think twice I've gotten eight people, uh, together in an alliance that are like talking friendly. We understand. And either oh, yeah. one of the crews has already done glitter beards. So they don't want to do it again, or they could care less about the PVE factor of it and just want to go around killing people. And when you don't want to do that with them, they're like, all right, we'll just find another server. Yeah. And a while so ago, I think they did. sorry, oh, good. Uh, a while ago we had the. We got the brig crew and the sloop crew on our ship, but even then, that's that's two other ships we managed to to get the crews on our ship, but it it still wasn't enough to do the glitter beard, which seems insane. That potentially you'd have to get three different full crews of people to to want to do this. I wouldn't say boring, incredibly kind of kind of frustrating thing to to attempt to do. Just as like a, mem- a memorial for one of the employees, they probably could have made it just a lot easier. Like, there's no reason it should be it should be eight. Or if you do want multiple crews, make it five or six. Yeah, I think they did eight because in the game there's the four instruments you play: the drum, hurdy gurdy, and banjo. And so two of each because they couldn't do like one of each and then two of like two extras added in somewhere for six but i think if they had done just four like you could do it with eight definitely they have the spots but you can also achieve it with just four people each playing a different instrument at the time on plunder valley there at the tree mm-hmm. because even when we had those the right amount of people we had a, us a brig we had another brig and a sleep which was eight people yeah one of the people didn't have a mic the other people ended up leaving early because they have to do stuff. And so the chances of one, I never sail on a galleon really. I'm on mm-hmm. a rig most times. So that would require three crews. And the chances of finding eight people who will all be able to stay on long enough, have a mic to be able to talk about what you're doing and wanting to do it is very rare from what I've seen. Especially in an Xbox servers. I mean, when I play with you or or someone else on PC, I obviously have to go on PC servers, and then it's all the PC players can hear the hot mics. An Xbox server, uh, you've never really had to deal with this, but no one, you just use the quick chat, and then you get invited to a party, and then people's mics suck because Xbox parties suck, and then it's just everyone can hear each other all of the time, and it becomes incredibly, because uh, my ears are pretty sensitive, uh, when I get in a party, in like an alliance party with like a galleon and a brig or something, and there's 
11 people talking on one side can barely even get in a word to, to say anything because it's just so incredibly uh, chaotic all of the time. So especially on Xbox servers, it's going to be extremely difficult finding eight people willing to, or with open comms who are willing to, to do the Glitterbeard event. That's one of the things I was surprised about that they wanted us to do. I've seen enough people do it, and I've done every other part except the final part there at the tree because I just can't find eight people total that want to do it yeah. in the same server. Because, like I said, you need to have most people, if they're on an Xbox party, they won't know you're talking to them. They'll just try to fight you immediately, or they don't know what's going on. And so trying to find people that you can communicate with besides an Xbox party uh like you said, an Xbox-only servers is very hard because most people are in parties. Like, mm -hmm. no one uses game chat. Even then, you can't hear people talking because you're in a party. Uh, yeah, I think... Unless you had something else to say, that's all I got to say about Glitterbeard. Um, yeah, I, I think they should make it. If I mean, they already came out with it, but if they could somehow modify it to make it more easily accessible to people or not as much effort of finding a full eight people to get uh get it to work yeah because like i said people will find a way around it i see group posts all the time of people saying glitterbird cave open join crew to get journal alliance server are gonna join that because they don't want to have to go through finding eight people in the server yeah um my final verdict for this this rare consider it bannable probably yes uh just considering it's the most likely thing Saber would have been banned for. Should it be bannable? Um, if you're purposely going out to try and sink crews during Glitterbeard just to be just to be kind of an asshole, probably a temporary ban at least. If you're just sinking someone who happens to be doing Glitterbeard, uh, no, definitely not bannable. Yeah, I would agree with that. Unless you're like at the cave entrance, there's like camping just killing people so they can't play the instruments to unlock it other than that when you roll up on a boat parked at an island you're probably going to sink them or at least see if they have treasure so yeah, yeah unless you're would, like purposely saying i do not want you to do glitter beard i would say <laughs> not bannable yeah um so second thing second and final thing i think saber might have been banned for was he swam over to a sloop, selling a now post. Uh, they had a keg in the mast. He sniped it, blew it up. Uh, ship didn't take holes, but it had a lot of fire on it. So he was spawn camping them until the fire put the holes in the back. And, uh, and you know, sunk them. Uh, from what he told me, for a good portion of it, he wasn't even on the ship spawn camping. He was sitting on the island and they would, like, get on the ship, not try and repair, not try and put the fire out. They would run up to him, try and get the name to report him, uh, try and get his name, and he would kill them. Uh, now, typically, that's, like, the solo play is you put the fire on the back, you spawn camp until it puts the holes, boom, they're sunk. Uh, that's, like, the solo play when you are when you can't out-naval someone or when, you're, when your ship's gone uh so this this really brings up a whole argument about spawn camping which we'll uh we'll talk about later
but should spawn camping with fire uh, with the intention to sink them be bannable? I'll let you go first on this one. Definitely not. If you were making an active attempt to sink them, in Saber's case, their whole boat was on fire. He was just waiting for however long it is for fire to do damage and put holes into a boat where they will fill up and sink. I don't think it's bannable compared to as if there was no fire, no damage to the boat. He was just on there killing them just because he could, not trying to sell treasure or anything like that. That is where I consider spawn camping for absolutely no reason, not trying to sink them, especially if you're trash talking things like that that i would consider a bannable offense to some degree there's a lot of different scenarios where you could argue both sides but in saber's case definitely not a ban because he was just trying to sink them with fire everywhere and it takes a minute for fire to put holes yeah um this is going to be probably a lot shorter than the last discussion we had about glitterbeard uh i think probably not bannable in rare's eyes because i'm i'd assume that they keep enough eyes on their community to know that the fire strat is a valid way for especially solo players to sink someone um and i agree with you it definitely should not be bannable as like i said you're you're actively attempting to sink them uh, you're not just trying to to ruin their game or anything uh that's all i got to say about that one that was a little bit easier to discuss than than the glitter beard thing yeah really not too much to that other people that want to get you banned for spawn camping and their situation if they're not trying to put out the fire and just leaving their boat to be and trying to just go at saber obviously when someone's trying to kill you and see of thieves you will probably try to defend yourself and kill them first mm -hmm. that's part of the game but yeah i would say they were probably just a little butthurt i mean we've spawn camp people before like i spawn camp people for five six minutes to when i know i can and win against them and i'm trying to practice double gun or something or we've spawn camp when we're trying to to ferry supplies or if i've done a few times where i um i want people's stuff but i i let them go with their emissary flag i just put all their stuff on my ship uh, while while camping them, and then I leave them be with their their grade 3 or 4 or even 5 emissary flag if I because I don't need any more flags, so sometimes when I'm solo, I'll just leave them. Uh, we'll, we'll talk more about spawn camping, but I don't think really any any of those uh, should should be bannable, even, even with a temporary ban or anything. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Um, that's all for Saber situations. Let's go to some that me and Gabe have encountered, and even one where, or with me and a real-life friend I used to play with. So we'll start with the one with the real-life friend. I'll explain what happened. So we're server hopping, find a grade 5 Reaper, uh, stock up, go over there. It's a brig. Uh... The, the sweatiest ship, as everyone knows. Um, so we go over there. We're sinking them. They're about to sink. I go on board. Uh, they're running pretty low in the water. We hadn't we had avoided bo boarding before because this was back when we weren't as sweaty and weren't as confident. Uh, I went to board. 
and I hear them hot miking, like I have the the speech to text thing. Uh, it says they're hot miking, not not saying anything about us, just like regular game comms, like quick, we need bales and stuff like that. I board the ship. I go in, or I go into game chat, board the ship, and oh, sorry, and I'm just talking to my friend, because uh, he has the speech texting on too. Uh, I'm I'm just doing regular comms as well, and then they start not exactly shit talking me, but they're calling me things that. I don't think they realized I could hear them because they're calling me names and stuff out of frustration. So I start calling them names back. Nothing worse than what they did, just regular stuff like stupid guy or or stupid moron or something like that. Pretty, pretty tame stuff. And then they start yelling, addressing me and calling me worse things. So what I want to ask is was me calling them things like stupid guy or idiot worth being yelled at, uh, sworn at, uh, just just shit talked in general. Because they were doing it before, but they weren't addressing me. It was as if they were sitting in an Xbox party, assumed I couldn't hear them. Uh, If they had said it in an Xbox party, it wouldn't have really bothered me either. So was I justified? in in saying things like that uh i personally i think if people are going to crap talk to you you have just as much right to crap talk them back as long as you're not like you said you weren't doing any worse than they were calling them the same things especially when it's not like stupid guy idiot is not like profane stuff it's just like common language it's like crap talk amongst gamers but as soon as you cross that line of or court like rare um what they'll ban people for is using super profane uh profane language obviously um all that stuff that you can get banned for yes that does cross the line uh but people do have the right if you're gonna crap talk to them they have the right to crap talk you and you have to realize that if you're gonna if you're gonna take that personally when you do it then you probably shouldn't be playing the game or at least just stay in your xbox party and mute other players uh, yeah, normally I'd agree with what you just said, but I do feel like the fact that they weren't specifically talking to me, they were just making like offhanded comments, uh, in the game chat that wouldn't have affected me otherwise adds kind of another level of complication to this situation. Uh, obviously, uh, I wasn't doing anything too bad to them, but then the fact that they they started doing worse after I'd done, uh, after I had said those things to them, kind of pushes me into the I was completely justified category. It could be argued that I was not justified originally because they weren't doing anything to try and make me mad, and I came back with, uh, with uh, not profanity, just like crap talk. I forget where I'm going with with this. Say something. Yeah. Um, I, I can see that if they hadn't come back after you had said that stuff, uh, then they could be justified in saying you were being 
quote unquote toxic and calling them names. But then again, I look at it, you weren't using profane language, nothing against like rares code of conduct or whatever it is. And in that case, it happens all the time. And sees whenever you give people the ability to hot mic and talk to each other in random scenarios, you're going to have to realize not everyone is going to be nice. And especially in a game where people like to fight, there's always going to be crap talking. Look at arena. That's why they had to remove hot mics from <laughs> completely because well, it was a, a point where it was going over the edge. That's a whole other episode right there. Yeah. But, uh, I would say since they did come back and uh, call you worse names that you were justified in doing that, I will say I do stuff all the time. If I can hear people hot miking, like in your situation where they weren't addressing me, but they were like, dude, these guys are so annoying. They need to piss off. I've had that happen before. And then I get onto the boat and I'm like, dude, you guys are so annoying. You need to piss off. And I say that back to them. And then most of the time, sometimes people are toxic. There's this small, uh, small minority of people where it's like the waffle house crew where it's like mm-hmm. a fun banter where everyone's kind of having fun with it not really meaning anything seriously um most of the time though people do take it seriously and get mad yeah. which i think is kind of funny sometimes getting reactions like that uh, that's only when they get toxic first i don't start toxicity unless they yeah. did rarely is it that I or the people I play with start toxicity. So typically when, but I love, once I realize that they're toxic, I love dealing out what they've given to me. It's, it's probably one of my favorite things in the game, but yeah, like you said, we typically don't initiate toxicity and kind of just, just leave it open for, for whatever other people want to say. Uh, but we also don't cross obviously bannable lines, uh, slurs, obviously, uh, just anything overly toxic. We've never like been super, super hateful or anything. No, definitely. I know anytime we sail or, uh, even with Gabe, sometimes the occasional galleon we when we come across toxic people we aren't like their level of toxic back if they're being like very high toxicity level we'll we'll do like kind of just playful toxicity and just like make fun a little bit not stuff that is against rare's code of conduct but we like to have fun with people and then again like you said we only do it if they initiate it other than that we won't talk like except just normal conversation we don't crap talk unless they start it yeah like in which case it's fully deserving like you remember the galley crew at the fort of fortune this is when we met lux lilith uh oh yeah they were like the brig or the brig came in and they were like yo guys these guys are super toxic and also they're cheating and then we board the ship and turns out they are just absolutely screaming the the hard R over the mic, like as fast and as loud as possible. That that time, definitely a ban for them. Uh, and then we were toxic back because they initiated zero to a hundred immediately. Like we had not had any previous interactions with the galley crew, but we get on and they're like just absolutely shouting obscenities over the mic and 
at that point, it's just kind of kind of fair game for whatever we want to say, as long as it's not against TOS. I mean, I definitely did not uh, say as much as I could have, uh, mostly because initially they weren't responding to what I said. They just kept screaming. But like that, we've never really gone over the line of, of what the previous crews have done. So yeah, in that situation that crew definitely opened themselves up to any and pretty much all criticism, like you said, unless it's against rare code of conduct. Um, when you when you come out like that, absolutely screaming, uh, saying stuff that you shouldn't, you are subject to pretty much anything that happens next when you start out like that, especially since we hadn't done anything before. If we had met them before on the server had a fight, done some crap talking, and they come back really mad. I can understand that a little, but like when we'd had no previous interaction, that's where we were just like, yeah, we're just not going to give these guys a chance and uh, sink them. <laughs> yeah. Um, we are going to have to take a little break because Anchor only lets us record half an hour at, at a time. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, well, there will just be a cut for anyone listening, so... Welcome back to the second segment of the show, where we're going to be talking about certain actions in the game and whether or not the community and us personally think it should be or is considered toxic. Um, so first on the list, we have a pretty controversial one that we discussed a little bit earlier. Obviously, I'm talking about spawn camping. Um, this is a, a pretty hot topic in the community, especially the PvP community, because that's obviously who they're going to, or who this is going to relate to. Uh, spawn camping is bannable. I do not care what anyone says. I've seen screenshots from... Uh, official Rare Community Managers, the official Sea of Thieves moderators have confirmed it several times over in the Discord. Uh, sea of Thieves partners and big Sea of Thieves streamers have said spawn camping is bannable once you reach a certain threshold, and that threshold is about 15 minutes. So, the the que- now that we've gotten that out of the way, the question is, is it toxic or not? Obviously, Rare considers it toxic if it's bannable after a certain point. But are there certain situations where it isn't toxic? Obviously, yes, but we're going we're gonna to discuss what we think those situations are. So spawn camping just for malicious intent, to ruin someone's game, to, to just be a jerk to them. Obviously toxic. Uh, I don't think we we really need to discuss that much. You're you're going out just specifically to ruin someone's time. Uh, obviously, that's that's not really a indication of a morally morally clean Sea of Thieves player. But there are certain situations where spawn camping is completely justified. Uh, and before I get to my list. Uh, Pasta, why don't you tell me a few situations in which you think spawn camping is completely fair? Um, 
as we had talked about before with Saber's situation, if you were making an active attempt to sink someone, whether they have one hole on a galleon bottom deck and you were guarding that hole with your life, trying to keep them from repairing so they can fill up to where they have a fire that you're waiting to spread to put holes in their boat, no matter what it is, as long as you're making an active attempt to sink them, then I think you are completely justified in... I wouldn't say I wouldn't call it spawn camping at that point because you are you your goal is to sink them and if you killing them in game is going to prevent them from uh, repairing and stopping their boat from sinking then so be it that is part of the game but as soon as you have no intention of sinking them taking their supplies to stealing their treasure then that is where I would personally draw the line saying. Yeah, you probably shouldn't be doing that. Uh, hold on one second, sorry. All good. Sorry, a uh, package at the door. Um, yeah, like you said, trying to make an active attempt to sink someone is obviously you're not going to be keeping that spawn camp up for very long. Hopefully depends on how fast you can either guard the holes or if they keep bucketing or not, or even if you're just trying to wait until your, your crewmates come back with the ship uh, and you're trying to do something by yourself. It really, you got to be careful of the threshold. Uh, like I said, it's around 15 minutes. Uh, if you're, if you know it's going to be a long time that you're going to have to spawn camp and you think they might be able to report you, it's probably best to just head back to your ship, come back in with your crewmates, sink them normally. Um, another situation in when it's probably, uh, well, not probably, and when it is justified is when you are taking supplies because... Sometimes you want to leave a crew alone. Uh, they don't agree to give you their supplies. You got to take them from it yourself. It's it's a pirate's life. You got to take what you want. And sometimes, well, people don't like being stolen from. Uh, if you don't want to spawn camp them, or sorry, if you don't want to sink them, you want to you want to let them keep going, but you just need their their stuff. I think it's completely fair to. Sorry. Completely fair to, to spawn camp someone while you're you're attempting to, to take their supplies like like we did with that sloop when we were on the galley. We uh, spawn camped them for a while. We didn't have a storage crate, so we were manually moving supplies. Um, obviously, once we were done, we sunk them, but that's uh, kind of beside the point. We, we had to spawn camp them in order to get what we wanted, and we weren't doing it out of malicious intent. We weren't trying to to ruin their day or ruin their sail or anything. Uh, obviously, we sank them, but that's that's a, another thing that that is also completely justified because, uh, as as everyone likes to say, it's a pirates game. Yeah, def I would definitely say in that situation that again only took us maybe five or six minutes to get all the supplies over, and then we sunk them. So even when you are manually moving supplies and everything. It doesn't take 15 minutes, really. Any even one fire on a boat, as long as that doesn't go out, 
it'll spread, put holes in their boat, and in less than 15 minutes, you will sink them. Yeah. Because I have had, I think I've only had one time where I've been spawn camped where they had no intention. We were a fresh spawn sailing to a world event to go check it out. And I was on a sloop with my friend, mm -hmm. and this brig rolled up on us. Uh, we didn't have right. any holes or anything. And they just all jumped on our boat, and they were using the, I don't know if I'd call it an exploit. The sword swipe could. thing? Yes, where they were all oh, three yeah. of us, they knew the spawns on a sloop, and they were sword swiping. And as soon as they knew one of us was going to spawn back, they would all be there with blunders and just immediately kill us. As soon as we dropped in, we were dead. And so there was nothing we could do. Like I said, we had, they were not taking our supplies. Uh we checked our barrels and everything nothing was disappearing out of our barrels we had no treasure on board um nothing to lose that they could take and so they were just spawn camping us and then after about five or so minutes we hot mic to them we were like okay guys do you have a point to this or are you just gonna keep doing this and then they started trash talking being toxic and at that point we were like all right we're just gonna leave the game find another server because there was no point in us staying there uh and we did let me guess, Triumphant Sea Dog, at least one of them had the gold curse on. Uh, skinniest pirate possible. Uh, one of them was a skinny pirate with the tuck cloth, like full tuck outfit and gold curse on. Okay. The other one was wearing, they're all gold curse, yes, Triumphant Sea Dog pants, boots, hat, all that. And then the other one was, I don't know what outfit he was wearing, it was some, like, some mess of uh random outfits but yes they were being toxic how could i possibly guess that uh for anyone who doesn't know what he was just talking about there is a glitch currently in the game where you use your sword and you swipe at the spawn points and then you can hear like the audio of hitting someone before they spawn in so you know where they're going to spawn and i am 90 percent sure that is reportable and bannable i think don't quote me on that but uh apparently freemason apparently freemason live had that happen to him and his chat was telling it was reportable but they i wouldn't use freemason lives chat as a reliable source of information but definitely if they're doing what you're saying uh just spawn camping with no intention to sink not nothing to gain um and then trash talking for for a, a pretty mild comment on your part uh probably probably not the best people in real life uh and definitely not a justifiable reason for spawn camping um it's different in arena obviously because a Arena matches are only 15 minutes. You're not going to cross the threshold if you tried. And B, in Arena, there are plenty of reasons to spawn camp someone. Well, before hot mics are removed, someone's being toxic. Uh, someone, or you're trying to, to farm weapon kills. I know uh, Saber and Malice spawn camp quite a few ships in Arena to try and get Malice's his weapon kills for the Triumphant Sea Dog weapons, and that's really rare, so fall for adding commendations for for killing people in the arena um but i don't think under any circumstances unless you're uh saying things that 
are actually bannable in both modes, Arena and Adventure. Uh, there's no reason for you to be banned while spawn camping in Arena. Yeah, and like I told them, I we didn't report them. They weren't like using racial slurs and stuff like that. I could have checked the code of conduct, and they probably said a couple things that were against it. But uh, me and my friend, we've been sailing long enough to where you just kind of are used to it. You know people are doing that. So we didn't report them, but like I said, to the point where we came at them, we didn't say anything bad to them that would aggravate them. We were literally like, do you guys have any point in this, or are you just killing us to kill us? And then they started uh, trash talking, and at that point we were like, all right, just uh, enjoy the rest of your day, and we will go to another server, which we did. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, sorry about that window slam shot. Uh, that first clip of... Uh, of you saying you guys got any point to this is definitely going in a montage so be ready for that so that's all i gotta say about spawn camping the next thing unless you had anything to add um no. all right the next thing is cheating yay cheaters so, really quick, let's define what each of us consider cheating in this game. Obviously, using outside uh, third-party software or anything to try and get yourself an advantage. Aimbot, ESP, I'd argue 120FOV, you can watch our, our last episode uh, on that. But I'd argue all of that stuff, obviously cheating, obviously hacking. But what about certain exploits? Things like X-bucketing or, or the quick swap for the weapons. What should be defined as cheating in this game? Uh, I would not consider exploits to a certain degree yes. are fine. Like X-bucketing, that is something I look at. Any player can learn that. It is not that hard, especially on controller. You can't sail. Controller is harder to use, or in many cases, it's easier. But it is something that all players could use. Uh, it, it could literally take five minutes to learn. You'd obviously get better. Mm -hmm. But things like that, I would not uh, consider eating because anyone can do them. It is a very easy thing to use. And if it's in the game, Rare just now fixed it with the last patch, I think. Yes. But before that, I did not consider it uh, cheating. Because Rare is a very buggy... Uh, see if these is a very buggy game. And if you use those bugs to your advantage, because there's bugs out there that will screw everyone over at one point or another. So when you happen to use one of them to your advantage, I don't take that in a bad way. Um, quick swapping, I don't personally use because I don't double gun. Yeah. But I know a lot of people use it, and I think that's fair game. Even though they kill me faster, I don't like it. It's up to they used it in a way that helped them. Um, i trying to think of any exploits that I would consider cheating. The what about sword swiping? I would not consider cheating, but it is kind of a D-bag move. What about the DPI glitching? Where you like, I'm not on keyboard and mouse. But that I would things where only PC players can use them and not Xbox. I know that's a big debate is Xbox mm -hmm. and PC. 
um, something like that. It is, in my opinion, I would say it should not be allowed because your character is moving in a unnatural fashion and something that game mechanics should not allow you to do. Uh, and a lot of times it is an advantage, especially fighting bolts mainly in the water, pretty much. But I would consider that a exploit that you should not use. Yeah, the line between exploits that shouldn't be used and exploits that are considered perfectly fine to use is is a it's a thin one. It's pretty hard to define. Uh, but I would consider anything. Obviously, PC players have uh, mouse and keyboard players have the inherent advantage over controller players on Xbox, uh, which is why we got our own servers, which is a whole other debate. Um, I'd consider anything that can be done on keyboard and mouse that controller players can't do, for example, the DPI glitch, as an exploit. Probably shouldn't be bannable, but it is definitely going to be considered an exploit, at least in Rare's eyes, I think. Where I said I don't think you should be banned for it because something that is in the game that is Rare's fault ultimately they cannot blame players for using it or exploiting it but like I said when I run across people who do that I'm always sure they can use it I don't really care I'm not really happy but it just kind of tells me what type of person you are if you're willing to use stuff like that to uh, try to win a fight but I honestly in the end I could care less. Either you're going to kill me or I'm going to kill you. It's happened so many times. It's part of the game. It's going to happen. So, Yeah. Um, I guess my final verdict, cheating, like hacking, toxic, yes. Exploiting, probably not toxic in most cases. Obviously, the sword swipe one just to spawn camp, probably going to be considered toxic. But other than that, I don't really, I can't really think of any exploits that should be or are really considered toxic aside from the quick swapping. But that's just uh, a certain player base whining about that. I could, I could honestly care less about that. Um, also look at, do you use the exploit in a defensive or an offensive move? The sword swiping the spawns, that's an offensive move that you're using to kill other players easily. X-bucketing is a defensive thing. You're trying to keep your ship from sinking. Um, you could call a DPI glitch that is ultimately defensive because you're trying not to get hit. Um, but yeah, you, like you said, it's a very thin line to kind of determine what should be in the game and what shouldn't. For me, like I said, the DPI thing, your character is moving in an unnatural fashion that should not be, it's not realistic for the game physics, so it should not be allowed. Yeah. Um, last thing I've got on my list is uh, the big one, PvP. Is it toxic or is it not? Um, this will probably... Well, this will be a whole entire separate episode, probably upwards of two hours long. There's just so much to go through. Go on the go on the forums right now. I guarantee you, one of the first things will be uh, 
when is Rare adding PvE servers? And I know this because I checked it earlier today, and it was one of the top things, or one of the, the most recent things. Uh, there's just so much content to go through on the, the PvP versus PvE argument. There's so many different opinions in this in this never-ending war uh, between the, the two main playstyles that it's just gonna have to be a massive episode. But quick summary, PvP is not toxic at all. Uh, unless you are like getting unless you're getting a unless the reason you pvp is to ruin someone's day like we pvp because a it's fun it's what we want to do it's significantly more fun than pve to us and if you like pve that's fine i don't have a problem with that b we do it for personal gain because we get the money but we're not going out to purposely deny people of their money we're not we're when we join the session we're like let's go earn some gold not let's go take some things from other people just to be assholes about it if you're pvping to make people feel bad or to uh ruin their experience just like spawn camping it's it's considered toxic in my opinion but pvp overall sinking someone no matter how much loot they have no matter how old they are, whatever. Not toxic in my eyes. Yeah, I would definitely say it is part of the game. You have to get used to it, and I look at it. I've had people in the game after you sink them or while you're sinking them, they tell you it's like, I was just out here minding my own business, doing quests and stuff. I had to come over here and sink me and take all my loot and ruin my day. And I come back and say, obviously, like you said, we're not. Our goal is not to ruin people's day. If you have a boatload of treasure, which means I don't have to do all the work to get that treasure, other than sinking you, I will take that. But my mission is not to ruin your day. If it makes you have a mental breakdown over some treasure, one, you should probably not be playing this game. It's rated T, everybody. I will probably give you your loot back. If it's going to cause you that much strife and pain, I'm a decent person. I will realize if it means that much to you, I, I could care less about the treasure. If you really want it, I will give it back to you and you can sell it. Yeah. If it will make your day better. But as a part of the game, Sea of Thieves, I have to remind people that is not Sea of Friends. Part of what makes the game interesting is that there are no boundaries, no safe zones nowhere where your loot is safe until you hand it into the gold order and or order souls merchant and the money goes into your pocket that is anyone's treasure to take which is part of what makes the game fun it's risk versus reward do you want to get a crap ton of treasure but it could get stolen and if you were to have pve servers if there is no threat of you losing that which no no pve is really going to take that treasure from you or sink you unless you are not a gamer <laughs> i look at that it would get boring really quick if there's never a threat of losing your treasure and all you're doing is grinding out gold and stuff i would just wouldn't really do that as fun yeah um i mean like you said we've given treasure away plenty of times to to newer players or we've given treasure back if we just don't feel like uh selling it or if someone's obviously torn up about it but like you said, uh, if they're torn up about it, 
game's rated T. And that means mental age as well, in my opinion. So if you can't handle losing all that stuff, you probably shouldn't be playing the game. And it's not toxic for me to... Like, if you're if you're screaming and crying about, about losing your probably, in the grand scheme of things, very, very mediocre loot haul, it, it's probably not a very good idea for you to be playing a game that revolves around not only PvP, but the, the constant risk of, of losing all your stuff to either PvE or PvP. I, I'm sure that some of those people wouldn't be having the same kind of reactions they would if they sunk to Flameheart and lost all their stuff. It's just, the players are better than you. You got respectfully crapped on, and that's just how it goes sometimes. I mean, we get crapped on, we lose loot sometimes that we've stolen from other people. We don't make big, massive deals out of it. I mean, sometimes I get a little pissed off when when I get rared or hit regged or something, and that loses us a fight. But I've never gone to like an absolute fit of rage, destroying things or screaming about it when I when I lose something in this game. It's just something you have to accept when you when you want to play it. Yeah, I also look at the aspect of everyone in Sea of Thieves. There is nothing you can buy with money that will give you an advantage. I mean, there's a whole DA sales that you can get into that argument, but I say. It is purely cosmetic-based. It is all about player experience and skills. So you play the game longer, you will get better. And I've had people where they run their PvEers, they don't do a lot of PvP, and you can tell that from fighting them. And fighting, uh, they always say it's like, oh, you probably just spend all your time in arena or fighting other people and just crapping on them. And I'm like, I do spend a lot of time trying to PvE when I can, not in arena, but in adventure, if I see another player ship, I'm probably going to go after it. And people like to say it's an advantage if you spend all your time sinking other boats and not PVEing, we'll probably be a little better than you and sink you. But I look at it, you have just as much opportunity to go into the game and fight other people and get better at PvP. So do not try to blame me for being better than you that you sank. Blame yourself that you did not play you don't play as much PvP, therefore you're subject to other players being better than you or more skilled. Uh yeah, I think that I think that sums up the whole argument nicely. And since we are running out of time, I think that is where we're going to call it. I got nothing left on the list, unless you had any last-minute things to add. No, not really. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Next week, we are going to be talking about something that I have not decided yet, but I do have a a couple topics listed. Uh, Gabe will be back, hopefully. Um... That's all. Uh, Remember, this is a civil debate. If you do not agree or if we disagree with with one of your opinions about something in this game, that that does not mean we hate you. That does not mean we don't like you. Um, Just please try and if you'd like to argue with us, try and try and keep it. Try and keep it civil. We we didn't really insult a whole lot of people in this in this episode. So just. This is not the forums. This is this isn't the Reddit. All right. We're we're nice people here. Uh well, thanks for listening. Anyone who did uh get this far. Uh we'll be back next week. Bye.